Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Spiritual dehydration. So, you know, I struggle with physical dehydration. I do. Um, And I know a lot of it comes just from the wrong appetite, right? Having too much salt and not enough water in my diet, right? Um, And it kind of fueled me to think about this from a spiritual standpoint because oftentimes some of the things that we're challenged with, we think it has to do with faith or the amount of faith that we have. And we've learned over the past calls that it's not about the amount of faith. It's about how well developed your faith is, right? Because faith comes to us as a seed and it is in its fullness when we receive it. But there's a there's a capacity for which it abides in our mind, our will, and our emotions, which is our soul. And so how developed it is, right, within our soul is where the issue comes in. But I was thinking about that, and I said, well, with spiritual dehydration, oftentimes if we're spiritually dehydrated, then our faith is underdeveloped, right, because it's not developing um, in our mind, our will, and our emotions the way that it could because we're spiritually dehydrated. We are at a loss of bodily fluids spiritually, and it's causing us, those things can be caused by certain underlying diseases, sometimes past wounds that are unhealed, bitterness, unforgiveness, things that we haven't dealt with, right? Oftentimes it can also come from excessive activity, from us being in too many of the too many places, making ourselves too exposed, right? We're um, putting our pla- ourselves in places of heat, environment of excessive heat, um, just like we do physically. Well, we can do that spiritually. And you might say, well, what's an example of that? Well, an example of being in an environment of excessive heat is when you're with certain people, when you're spending time with people who drain you, right? They drain your spirit. They drain your spiritual um, nutrition for their own personal needs. They're never pouring back into you spiritually or being in places that no longer serve you spiritually. Oftentimes that can come because when we grow spiritually, when we develop um, there's going to be things about us that changes where we want to be, um, the type of entertainment that we want in our lives. Those things naturally begin to change, and sometimes we can fight it and continue to put ourselves in environments that are now causing our spiritual dehydration. Actually, insufficient fluid, right? Also, what could be insufficient fluid when it comes to our spirit? Well, we're not spending time in the Word. We're not um, allowing ourselves to understand and know what the Word of God says for us in a practical way. We're not spending time in prayer. And that doesn't mean you need to spend hours and hours in prayer, but prayer is not a part of your lifestyle. It's only when there's an emergency that we find ourselves praying. And then we're sort of, again, dehydrated. We're drained. And so we're looking for immediate answers when if we would keep ourselves built up spiritually in a consistent lifestyle of prayer, right? Prayer doesn't, isn't based on the amount of time you have. It's just that is it present? Do you depend on and rely on God in everything, right? 
So just like we have signs of physical dehydration, such as feeling thirsty, lightheaded, dry mouth, and tiredness, we have those same symptoms, I believe, when we are spiritually dehydrated. We feel our souls feel thirsty, right? We get lightheaded. We're not able to really see the presence of God in our lives, and we get dry mouth, right? Like I said, we're not praying as we should, right? We're not. We're too tired to read our word, right? We we bogged down our days to the point that when we started in the morning, we don't have enough time to start with God, and we're so tired by the end of the day, we can't even end the night with God because we're just not allowing ourselves to be uh, hydrated and nutrition. Um, properly, right, to maintain the level of activity in the life that we have in this world. We have to be clear that the influence of the enemy is he has dominion, right? So you're already in an excessive environment of heat, right? It's just like right now, I don't know about some of you where you are, but I think we're all experiencing it in ways all across the country that it just seems like it's a hotter summer this year, right? Just just hot, just the temperatures have been just unheard of. And that's the environment we step out in every morning from a spiritual standpoint, right? As a believer in Christ, you enter an excessive environment of heat every time your your feet hit the ground in the morning. So there's going to be pressures and discard and light, things in your life that just seem to always be at odds with each other. Now, this isn't to say that the Christian life is awful because it isn't, but I do want us to be practical, right? We need to understand that when we believe in Christ, we now become the adversary of the enemy. And so that already means we're in a state of excessive heat. We're going to be in places and environments tested in ways that are going to challenge us, that is going to challenge the growth of our spirit. It's going to challenge us in keeping our flesh at peace and at rest, right? Keeping it in its proper place, not allowing ourselves to start to abide in our flesh. None of us are perfect. We all lean over into that, but that's why God gives us grace and mercy because we can come boldly to his throne and we can seek his forgiveness even when we do find ourselves operating in his flesh. But today I want us to be mindful of the symptoms of spiritual dehydration. So some of us are thinking that things are happening to us because of other reasons, but it's simply things that are within our control. That's what the purpose of this call is today. I want us to become aware of the things that we can do to rehydrate ourselves spiritually, right? Just like we do if I told you guys I struggle with the the physical dehydration. I know when it comes on. I know the symptoms, right? I started to see it. I started to feel the dry mouth. I started to see my ankle swell, right? I have my right ankle. It is the one. It's going to signify why I have too much salt in my body and not enough water, not enough fluid, right? I want us to understand that there are signs of our spiritual dehydration that the moment we start to recognize them, rather than believing that God is not present, believing that God's not for us, or believing that we're doing something out of God's will, I want us to rely on and challenge ourselves to first examine, are we fully hydrated spiritually? Because in spiritual dehydration, you'll begin to have anxiety. You'll doubt what God has said. You'll doubt whether he's present, right? You'll begin to feel like God has forgotten about you. You'll begin to think 
that he that you're doing something wrong and you're being chastened, right? Society wants us to believe that. Society wants us to think that God has a whip and he's punishing us constantly, but that's not the essence in the heart of our God. You even become timid under the pressures of daily living, things that you do every day, things that you've been able to see God move in your life. When you're experiencing spiritual dehydration, you'll start to ignore the blessings that he's already already given you. You'll begin to forget how well he has cared for you and sustained you and taken care of you. You'll become overwhelmed by the pressures of life. But when you are understanding and knowing that you could possibly be experiencing spiritual dehydration, there is something that you can do about it. There are things within your action, right? James tells us faith without works is dead, right? So if you got faith in God and you don't have no works to take care of your spiritual dehydration, then of course it's going to die where it is. So today I want us to understand that being spiritually dehydrated It happens to us all. It's even expected. It's not even a surprise to God. He speaks about it throughout Scripture. In Psalms 42 and 2, the writer says, My inner self thirsts for God, for the living God. Right? In 42 and 5, it says, Why are you cast down, O my inner self? And why should you moan over me and be disquieted within me? Right? He continues on the writer to give us an answer. It says, Hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet praise him and my help for I for I shall yet praise him, my help and my God. See, as I said, spiritual dehydration is not bad and it's not a surprise to God. We all will experience it and will experience it throughout our journey in this land. But what we need to know is that when we do experience it, when we start to see the symptoms, just as we do in physical dehydration, we have to be giving ourselves the right fluid. We can't give ourselves things high in sugar content. You can't go around having pity parties, wanting everybody to make you feel better, right? You want things that are so sweet to the taste, right? But just like When you're dealing with physical dehydration, you need electrolytes, you need water, you even need broth. Basically, you need something that is salt in taste, right? You need something that's a little bit bitter mixed with the right, clear, clean water, right, that only God can provide. In Psalms 23, we're reminded that the Lord will lead us beside still waters. Psalm 63 and 1 says, O God, you are my God. Earnestly will I seek you. My inner self thirsts for you. My flesh longs and is faint for you in a dry and weary land where no water is. Psalm 78, it says, verses 5 through 6, it says, He split rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink abundantly as if out of the deep. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. We're reminded in Isaiah 12 and 3 that says, With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in John chapter 4, verses 13 through 14, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. 
the water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So in closing today, know that spiritual dehydration is present. It can happen to you at any given time, at any given moment. But do know that you are equipped and capable of being able to rehydrate yourself spiritually to make sure that you don't get into burnout, that you don't get into overwhelm, and that you don't get into the dangerous stages of spiritual dehydration, which is backsliding, completely turning away from God, right, completely being at odds with him, right, because that's what the enemy wants you to do. Right? He wants you to believe that God is not for you. He wants you to have anxiety. He wants you to forget the things that God has already done in your life because then you're more apt to be under his influence. Right? You have to remove yourself from certain environments. Just like if you're in, a, in excessive heat physically, you've got to take yourself into a shady space. Right? You've got to go and allow the shadow of the Almighty to cover you. You then have to partake of his water. You have to partake of the living water that he has for you that can only satisfy your inner soul, that is not going to be sweet to taste, but it will definitely provide you with the electrolytes needed to rehydrate you so that you can continue to go about the things that God has called for you to do. You can't do it if you're tired. You can't do it if you're weak. You can't do it if your body is off tune. So this applies not just to spirit, but also to your physical care for your body. You have to properly hydrate yourself. You have to make sure that you're providing your body with the right nutrition. You have to make sure that you're providing your soul with the right nutrition if you are going to finish this journey and finish it well. Well, I hope today's wisdom inspires you. I hope it encourages you. I hope it it lights a fire in you, a, a fire of excitement to know that if you're experiencing anything that I discussed today, that there is an answer and that it is very simple. Just turn to the one who has the living water that can rehydrate. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.